This is The Relation Shop, where we analyze pop culture to give you relationship advice that works. I got Eric and Jason up What's in up? this studio. Yeah. Yeah. Number 80. Number 80. Here we number go. 80. Number 80. Number oh, oh, you want me to say it? Number 80. Yeah. You want some Come acknowledgement on got this? Got it. Said it seven number times. 80. Episode. We in here. Right. <laughs> 80. <laughs> For questions, send those in to the relationship at power77radio.com. And speaking of what we got, Jason. Karen. We got something from Karen. Comes from Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> Karen, no. Why it got to be? Why does it got to be Karen? Uh, why does it got to be? Yeah. Well, we got a question from Karen. Okay. Does it have to do with calling the manager? Oh, goodness. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Karen. This is already going south. I know, man. I got your question. I'm sorry, you know Karen. What? I feel bad for everybody who was named Karen at birth. Yeah. Now. Really? But like it's a tough, it's a tough world to live in for Karen right it now. It is. Yeah, it is. Well, we're gonna help Karen out here with this question. Okay. She says, "I believe in God, but my fiance doesn't. If we have kids, I want to raise them in church, but my fiance wants our kids to make their own decisions." Is this making us unequally yoked? What should I do? Yes. I don't want this. Break yeah, up. Exactly. Yes. I don't want this to be an argument throughout our marriage. Well, it's going to be. That, mm. was, that was easy. Yep. That's, there's nothing yeah. else to say. Yes, it's an issue. Yep. Yes, you're unequally yoked yep. when it comes to your faith, mm-hmm. which is sounds like to you one of your uh, core values and, and most important aspects of your life. And so... If you want a husband who will never support that aspect of your life and will contradict your views when it comes to the kids, because listen, man, how how many kids, if given the choice, are going to choose that? <laughs> I, right, I want right. to get up and go to Sleep church on right. Sunday. Right. right. I want to. I want to go to youth group when it's exactly. boring. I want to. Right. I mean, yeah. That's a. That's called you dragging your husband along in the area of faith for the rest of your life. Yep. Mm. I would say no. Yeah, I would yeah. say no. You, you guys watching the news, You Married at First Sight? They kind of had an issue yes. like that. that Clara and Ryan, they, yep. they, they kind of have that issue mm-hmm. and ignoring it right now. You're right. Mm, that's a bombshell. Clara and Ryan, which one are those? He is the, the black guy and she is a white blonde hair. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Flight attendant, my bad. <laughs> oh, you're older. That's okay, yes, right. Jason. I, I said the, on the recent the, the 80s version. Yeah, the blonde, they're on the right now. The girl with like the guy yeah, yeah, with yeah. kind of the mohawk yes. thing. That's oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. I didn't so even pick up on that one. He, yeah, he's a Christian. His parents are ministers, and she grew up in the church, but yeah. doesn't. She felt she probably grew up just religious, you know. Yeah. And she doesn't want to do that to her kids and pressure uh, them. She and got a little church hurt. Yeah. My, my, fa- hurt. my favorite is the uh, who's the foolish dude that's like got the pregnant baby mama the. <laughs> Oh, these, yeah, the people. guy who claims to be a pastor, right? Yeah, yeah. his whole oh, family's pastor. That's why I say, like, yeah. like, even if you both claim <laughs> to have faith, does not mean you're equally yoked. Exactly. exactly. This dude is all kinds of dysfunctional, oh, unhealthy. He's lying. He's private. Yeah. He yeah. somehow Gosh. got his. Old girlfriend pregnant he's just in time for her. married at first. I mean, dude, yeah, wow, he's a ple- mess. he needs to detach himself from faith, right? Yeah, for so sure. So he don't take down the rest of us with him, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have a quick question. Okay, we're, so we're, Karen, Karen, the answer is this is a bad idea. It's a okay, bad idea. Go, go to your next question. Yeah. No, this. Is, so I, you said something about church hurt, and who knows why? Is it easier to convert somebody to like somebody become a believer from? from not having faith or is it 
easier for church hurt? Which one's easier to heal, you think? Like, if you were unequally yoked, is it the church hurt person that, like, this is church? Or is it the people who have no faith whatsoever that's easier to kind of... I don't think one is easier than the other, oh, honestly. Um, it, to me, it's because, I mean, you have the person, depending on how deep their hurt is, that could be just as just like the person that never knew God in the first place, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah, just, just all curious. about, but it's really all about you modeling that. That's how we get them to come over, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, I, I would say the church hurt person is easier since you have no part in salvation. Well, that's yeah. God either drawing them that's and them true. responding right, right, or not. Right. At least the other person already has a relationship. Hopefully, the Holy Spirit inside them. That's that's true. That's the yes. other one you can't you you have this, no control over. So this I, was the gospel I in sarcastic go. form. <laughs> Uh, just, by just, Eric just stating the obvious over here that, uh, yeah, no, no man can cause that change. There you go. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the person with hurt and a faith foundation over somebody who has no profession of faith. Who knows if they'll ever come there, but yeah. yeah. So that right. is definitely unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those people, well, didn't we do an episode on being equally yoked? Yeah, we did. Because fa- faith is... A starting point. Faith is not the ending point, man. You can have, both have faith and have different values. Mm-hmm. You can, both, right. yeah, there's too many other things involved. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, thank you, Karen, for that question. I hope we answered it for you. And anybody else have questions? Send those in to the Relation Shop at Power Seventy Seven Radio dot You're getting so good at that, she Latoya. I don't think Latoya has messed that up in like multiple episodes. Remember Who? back in the day, oh, yeah. it was like every other episode yeah. we had to clean Who up is for Latoya? her. Yeah. Goodness, yeah. everybody knows anyway, that. Anyway, now <laughs> everybody knows that. And if y'all are on YouTube, check out the Relation Shots. How about that? The relation shots. It's just relation shots. You don't have to put a the in front of it. Uh Uh-huh. Thank you for calling me Toya this time. Exactly. Mm -hmm. All right. What are we talking about, Eric? (laughs) I don't even know anymore. You forgot? Karen. No, we're talking about separation and marriage. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) This is a topic. This is one of those difficult things that I think is good for us to address is the whole idea of separation. I think a lot Mm. of people get it wrong. A lot of people... For a lot of people, it's just the path towards divorce. It's like, right. I don't really want to say divorce, so let's just separate. But really, yeah. I mean divorce. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it has to be. So we're going to talk about when it makes sense to separate, what separation should look like, uh, some things to be aware of, and all things separation and marriage. Mm, you know, gotcha. Which I think would be good for every one of those foolish shows you guys watch. <laughs> we should, They should all listen to this podcast, yes. uh, because especially the married at first sight people, because you know, they oh, get yeah. separated pretty quick. Mm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> slightly. It's a bad crew this time around, too. I don't, I don't know. He's married at first sight people, and I don't, I don't have much hope in much of that. That's because they keep trying to pair as they opposite do. as possible. It's almost like they're just trying to experiment, except for the one couple. Mm-hmm. Um, there's what I don't remember their names. There's one couple that seem to be they seem to be pretty solid. Uh, yeah, but all the rest of them are so opposite, like the the pilot and the party girl. They're you're, like, oh, yeah, we're talking good. About, yeah, that was horrible. You're talking about Brianna and Vincent, aren't you? I don't know their names, Oh, dude. come on. The Dominican guy? And, is that what you're yeah. talking about? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. they're good. Yeah, they're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They, yeah. Seem, yeah, yeah. they seem like they're pretty paired up yeah. well on values and personality and all that stuff. The mm-hmm. other ones, it's like, uh, yeah. they just mixing stuff up. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And yeah. did y'all know that 80% of couples that separate divorce 
No, I didn't. That's a good little factoid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're yeah. going to pull that off. Huff, Huffington Post, Cosmo. <laughs> I S- actually... Some, some divorce lawyer website. Nice. Yeah, it was That's just... where you find a lot of these stats. If you, if you search stats, it'll go right to these divorce lawyers' yep. pages, yep. which you can't verify their info. They may just be throwing stuff out for their own business, but mm-hmm. 80% that separate end in divorce. Mm-hmm. That's because, yep. again, what try. I just said, I Wait, think exactly the idea is where I'm just getting away from you until I can figure out how to divorce what? you. Exactly. Yeah. Which exactly. is not the kind of separation we want to talk about. Right. You know what we want to talk about? I have two great examples of people oh. that you might be familiar with. Well, so, I don't know. I don't know if y'all have watched this show. I used to watch it years ago, but Real Housewives of Atlanta? No. Never seen it. Ah! So, well, for the listeners, because I'm sure you have seen it, Nene Leakes and her husband, Greg, they actually were married, got a divorce, and remarried. Hello? Huh. There's one. I wonder one. how the second marriage is going to go. Yeah. What do you think about that? About when you divorce and remarry the same person? It always seems like a sweet fairy tale. Mm-hmm. I've known a number of couples who have done that. Yep. And some of them have worked out, and others have divorced a second time. Oh, don't say that. Oh, okay. Never, hey, everybody, <laughs> uh, never mind what I just said. <laughs> yeah. it's, forget it. <laughs> what do you want me to do? You just no, the I truth. Hear what you're saying. You make stuff you. up. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah. we. Toya, just, Rainbow, she was so excited about Mimi and Greg. I was. Rainbows and unicorns. But they're over still here. married. They're, Nene and Greg are still married Nene? after the okay. second go round. And another one. Okay, y'all know this one. Judge Judy. She got divorced and remarried. <laughs> yes, to Jerry Shinlin. Shinlin. Oh, wow. Isn't yeah, she like no 80? So, yeah, but they, they divorced. They were married. They divorced, remarried, and they are still married today. How long so ago there you was go. that? When they divorced, like in the 90s. Oh, so it's been a couple decades that yeah. they yeah. So, yeah, yeah. The, que- so, the question on all of those is, did they actually work on themselves and the issues before they went back together? So I've seen couples that dated or engaged, broke up. And then after a period of time, came back together and were like, let's get married. Mm. And I'm like, did you resolve any of the issues that caused you to break up? Mm. Like your character right, issues right. or the relationship issues? And a lot of them is no. Right. Like, and you're that's gonna the be problem. right back in the same yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. So hopefully not for uh, Nene. I thought it was, I was Nene. No, you, that's a dance. Nene. Nene. That's a dance. Nene. Let's yeah. see it. Tim All is right. Tim is doing it for those of you yes. that can't see. <laughs> Fowler, Fowler nice. did nay, used nay. to watch The Real Housewives okay, of Lubbock. Here we go. Didn't of Lubbock. Lubbock. <laughs> He's familiar with that one, but not yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. Lubbock. Oh, my Housewives. goodness. Yeah. That's West Texas. I'm East Texas, it was. Man. Karen. Lubbock. I think Karen was on that one, wasn't she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you but, don't want to see those Real Housewives. <laughs> but Cigarettes Aaron, and moo-moos. You yeah. kind of <laughs> talked about when people separate and what their real goal is when they separate. Let's talk about the times that it, you should separate first. Let's well, start there. So I... Here, here would be my foundational thing. Mm-hmm. Marital separation should mainly be used as a way to heal the marriage. Exactly. Right. Not end the marriage, not get some distance. It's like if we're separating, the goal is we want to heal the marriage, and this is the way we think it's going to be able to happen. Right. So that's got to be, if we're not Primary. starting there, then I'm not a fan of separation because mm-hmm. that's part of the reason I don't love separations. Mm-hmm. Now, it does make sense. We're going to talk about when, but a lot of people, that's their go-to. Let's just separate for a period of time. But right. I'm like, that's you're practicing being by yourself because we all know that like being married and being a father and mother is exhausting. Right. Like yeah. if, if you if if 
there's different seasons. Now, now's a little more relaxing season because we got two girls out the house and only one left. Mm. But when all three girls were at home, if you'd have given me a month yeah. separation, you mean, God bless you. You mean TV I'll, and PlayStation? I will take yeah. that. You mean when I come <laughs> right. home from work, I don't have to think about nobody but exactly. me. Mm. I don't have to serve nobody. I don't have to listen to no <laughs> foolishness. Like That's why I'm like, that feels yeah. good. And then you say to yourself, man, this is so much more peaceful than at home. Right. Then you convince yourself... Well, then maybe I should be this way instead of at home. It's like, no, it, it is exhausting right. mm-hmm. to be married, to be a father, mother. That's a lot of work. So yep. it is work. I think there's only certain times. So should we talk about some of the reasons? Let's do it. Okay. So, so I think one reason that you should separate would be when a spouse is abusive mm-hmm. and a home's not safe. Exactly. All right. um, and what I would say is... Call a counselor if you are in an abusive environment. I think, let me do this too. I don't know who's listening, but if that's your situation and there's domestic abuse, call the hotline. I got a number, Mm 1-800-799-7233. So if you're stuck in a domestic abuse situation, call and get help. Call people who know what to do, where to tell you to go, uh, get some good advice on that. But if it's abusive and not safe, yeah, that's a that is a good time to separate. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't mean I know Jason, so not Lisa beat you, <laughs> but I don't mean just yeah, baby, <laughs> yeah, oh, baby. I'm just I should not make light of that. Let me retract that. I retract that and. Uh, what toy got mad at? You can at apologize that, to that your the, one fan were, out yeah, there. Yeah, that the people got married and uh, divorced again the second oh, time. So oh, my goodness. I'll retract both of those okay. in the show today. <laughs> so that's one. When when the home's abusive, absolutely do it. Uh, I think another time is when one spouse is unrepentant and not remorseful about behaviors that are threatening the marriage. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you've... I'm assuming this progression. Mm-hmm. There's unhealthy behaviors. You've expressed your expectation around them. Mm-hmm. They're not changing them. Mm. Now you've set boundaries to force them to take responsibility for their behavior. I.e., let's say they got an anger, abuse issue. They're not willing to listen to you. Now when they come home, your boundary is, I'm going to take the kids and go to my mom's or leave for a few hours when you're this way because it's not okay. So you've set some boundaries. They're still not changing. This is where we always talk about the importance of community. So I would say step three is you've called community in. Right. Communities try to hold your spouse accountable, and they're Mm. still not changing the behavior. Then I would say if you've checked your own heart and you're doing it for the right motives – this can be a time that maybe can be a wake-up call for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I hesitate to say that a little bit because some people like to use it as a weapon right. and be vindictive. It's like the people who always threaten to call the cops as a control mechanism for their relationship or always threaten divorce. Or So it can't be used as your first line of defense. Well, you're just going to separate if you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. This is a last line of defense, but the person's not changing. You may need to separate for a period of time to say, listen, I've tried everything else. You're not changing. Um, so, All right, which brings up a question I have for Okay. You. So that's when you start the separation. So let's go through a few months, and wow, things seem to be going pretty good. Is Are there are there things you look forward to in the separation? Like, okay, maybe we're ready to get this thing back together. Well, we're going to get there, oh, Jason. Oh, look at me. But why don't you, why don't you <laughs> slow down? You. 
Slow down. Slow down. Let's do one more reason to separate, and then we'll go to, because you're talking about how do I know when to come back together. Yeah, exactly. Well, Mm -hmm. that's assuming that you actually have a plan and some goals, (laughs) right? All right. I can't wait. Think that <laughs> you look forward to that. Hold that thought. Right. <laughs> I think the third reason is when you enter the separation for therapeutic reasons with counselors involved. So yes. we're saying here's some obvious because he, here's what happens sometimes for couples. There's severe issues on one or both parties' parts, and those are never getting resolved because we're spending all our energy trying to resolve the conflict and toxicity in the relationship. Where sometimes what I'm saying is sometimes it's hard to work on yourself mm-hmm. when you're in a relationship where the other people's demanding that you you work on the relationship. It's like I want to, but I can't right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the analogy would be like I got two broken legs and you're asking me to run right now and I just can't. Mm-hmm. So I need to heal my broken legs and then we can come back and talk right. about how to run together. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think that's another. T- it's like a temporary timeout, right? Where right. you're kind of saying, hey. We're stepping away from each other for a period of time to work on ourselves, yep. but the goal is reconciliation and getting back together, and ideally, I think this is done with the guidance of a counselor or some mentor couples, some mm-hmm. people that know what they're doing. Um, so I think those are the three reasons. Abuse, uh, the other, one spouse is unrepentant, not changing behavior, and so you've got to make a drastic move, and then when it's this guided therapeutic intervention uh, for one or both of you. And that third one, I can relate to that. So I know when me and Ma were going through our thing and seeing our counselor, and I was we were talking to her about you know how we're communicating in the house together, and she was just like, look, because I told her like, Every time I look at him, I just want to hit him. And I almost hit him. Like, I came really close to hitting him. And she was just like, no, you can't do that. And I was like, I know, but I'm just so mad, you know? And uh, that's when she said, okay, well, maybe y'all need to take some time apart, you know? And um, so that third one, because I know when I first heard you mention it, I was like, therapeutic. But then when you gave the examples, I'm like, oh, I do remember that, you know? And so us being apart really helped me to calm down him to calm down so that when we came back together after a few days then it was like okay now we can actually talk now we can you know really listen to each other so yeah that's huge but the counselor advised it it wasn't us saying you know i need to be away from you our counselor was like okay it's time so yeah lucky for Ahmad you're short enough I don't think your swing could reach his jaw anyway so it would have been you know, but I can get that stomach arm, arm I can get that stomach another yeah, shot to the belly button <laughs> and he can do that that you, you know when you're fighting button. your little brother thing and you stiff arm their head where they can't you know, oh, they can't reach no. you see Ahmad and doing that. that. Just, Ahmad oh, doing that, to, that would make yeah, me so mad. A little bit steaming oh. mad, swinging oh, yeah. the arms oh, o- yeah. over the top haymakers, right. and, and, and Ahmad's just holding the head. Like, hey. <laughs> she, she, but you know what would be funny? Because Ahmad t- uh, uh, takes Tai Chi. So thinking of all the Tai, like he would be all calm, and I'm really trying to go at it. Like, I'm, I'm sure that would look really funny. Hey, she <laughs> might not be able to swing, but she can throw. I, I've seen her throw. She can Thank throw something you. at him. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. True. That's true. Well, question for you, Eric. How long is too long for separation to last? Uh, I don't think there's a time. Huh. Didn't I just ask something like that? Oh, did you? Like, hey, wait a minute. No, we got to wait till later? J- J- Jason's was like, how do <laughs> yeah, you know when? Go. 
<laughs> so if it's if it's guided, I don't standing. think there's too long is mm-hmm. too long. Yeah, the if goal, it's guided, if it's guided yes. the goal is here's some markers right. of what we're working on to know when to get back together. So I don't think that time is is really the issue. So okay. uh, I think you've got we've given some reasons to separate. I think yes. you always have to check your motives because a lot of people like like we say it's just they just want to separate because they're tired. They mm-hmm. want to avoid the pain. They want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think you got to check yourself. Like, have you That's really true. put a bunch of effort into the relationship? Right. Have you been working? Have you been trying? Have mm-hmm. you been having trying to have conversations? Have you gone to therapy? Have you talked to counselors? Have you, you know, because some mm-hmm. people just like that first sign of things not going well. Well, maybe we should just separate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you need to have talked to people, have worked on it, all that kind of stuff before you even think about it. Um, and then I think that you got to have got guidelines. So. Mm-hmm. What are you clearly trying to work on? What are the expectations you've set with each other? Right. Who's holding you accountable? Um, because otherwise, I think to answer your question, Jason, is who knows? How do we know when we're ready? Yeah. My question would be, what are your goals? Yeah. So so communication during this time is going to be big. What's communication look like? I mean, you know, if you can't get along in the same room together, you, should you break off communication for a certain period of time and then work back in or what's that what's it, that look it like? may be depending on how volatile you are it may be for a period of time we're communicating when a third party's involved yeah but i think that's why you got to have somebody help guide you through the process and you've got to have clear expectations at the beginning of it which is what's our expectation of the extent of contact we have with each other so mm-hmm. are we keeping it to text are we just doing phone right. calls are we just doing it through email are we just doing it when somebody else is present uh, other things like there's an expectation that no dating is allowed mm. <laughs> you're still married so we're not yes. separated right. and yes. getting to know other people right. Uh, you got to think about living arrangements if you got kids. Yeah. What's a living arrangement? How are we communicating this to the kids? Mm-hmm. Even family. How are we commu- who is going to know about this and how are we communicate? I think you've got to talk through which is why you need some help. You got to talk yeah. through all these things otherwise you're just setting up more and more opportunities for the unhealthy aspects of your relationship to get exposed. Right? So if I'm hearing this right, what what I'm hearing is separation without goals is pretty much just a delayed divorce. Mm-hmm. Yes, really. I would I would 100 percent right. agree with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Right. But then you know, in Toya's world of rainbows and unicorns, you could divorce <laughs> and remarry, and it'd be that awesome again. Be right? When you put in the work, why not? Well, who knows if they put in the work? But that I'm talking to the people that are like for real, like no, we are not separating to, to divorce. We are separating to be better. Those are the people I'm talking to. Yeah. So how do you know that the other person is getting better? That's why I say you've got to have some oh, guidelines yeah. have of to. what See, are that's they. That's where community's got to come in big, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Because I know all it takes. I'm, uh, what was that, Chris? Well, who's that from Married at First Sight? Yeah. Like Chris and Paige, right? Yeah. All he's got to do is start saying some sweet things to her, and she starts melting Man. again. I'm like, come isn't it? On. Oh goodness! So, Which yeah. one's that? You got to describe that's, them. I don't. That's know That's the names. pastor the, family guy you were the, talking the about. The ones you were oh, just talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta give it to her. She seems solid. She does, but he can pull her back in with well, just course, a few words. Well, of course, because be she solid. so believes in this idea of marriage, right. and she's yeah. so committed she's to solid. it. That, yeah. I mean, like if she were in a healthy marriage, oh, that's the kind of person you want, who's yes. willing to forgive and extend right. grace and and put Ugh. their pain to the side at times. He just—I just hope he doesn't I can't mess even her up. To him talk, you know? Yeah. 
I just really hope he doesn't like break her down and tear her up and and break that for the man she's really supposed to be. So with. my point in that is, it's probably better to have an outside party to say I don't know if he's ready or not. Then oh gosh, that was so sweet. I think we need to get back together. I mean, somebody, a community involved. Don't they have Pastor Cal or whatever his name is? Oh, well, well, Pastor Cal said that he, he pretty much was like, look, you can get a divorce. Yeah, he, but she's the one that didn't want to. And, he, and shoot, his friend even said, obviously, he's not ready for this. The Bible is not about confusion. And he's going <laughs> back and forth. And she even went back after talking to his friend. Yeah. <sighs> and I didn't see the episode, but I saw like the preview where she says they're there with the baby mama and she says something like well i thought i was pregnant too and he she's like who with that. him you need to see <laughs> yeah. that like, oh yeah that's a good they're one. married but so he must be feeding this baby mama some other stories for her to think to not even have on her radar that, that he could wife, be having sex yes. with yeah, his yeah. wife yes you need so, to see that you gotta watch okay. it okay well Catch i up. mean you know i've been doing other stuff like working Really? Um, so is that, okay. Is that where those churros anyway, in LA came from? Yeah. <laughs> right. So you so like let's get churro, back. Huh? So I know separation can look different. Separation, you can be separated and live under the same roof. You can be separated okay. and live and live apart. Can and you? of course, what's separation under the same yeah, roof? Can look you like? do that? What? <laughs> that that what that was like Record the scratch. buying time to come up with an answer. What? Listen. Repeat your question. Listen. Most well, people have more than one bedroom. Okay. If it is not to the point where you are being abusive to each other, you know, and all, it's not like okay. you just need space. Okay. So, so you're acknowledging the relationships in a bad place. Yes. But we need to do some stuff individually before yes. we work on the relationship. So that's what you mean by a separation. See, almost that's a pre-separation. I, I just had to. Explain right. that's what I put, said. Yeah, so it's like a in-house, <laughs> an in-house separation. Uh, separation. Yes. So we have huh. that now. Quickly, how do we? How do you rekindle during separation? I know we kind of talked about it, but do you like have some steps on what that looks like? Yeah, and th- this is why I say you've got to do it w- with some guidance from somebody because everybody's situation is different. different. So we got to come up with okay. Let's say somebody is working on. Anger, emotional mm-hmm. slash physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we've decided here's some things you're going to do to work on that. Maybe it's go to an anger group. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe it's some other counseling the person's doing individually. So are they hitting those appointments regularly and Ooh, staying yes. faithful to it? Awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now having some discussion around what they're learning. And at some point, down the road saying okay here's how we're going to begin to reconnect again maybe it's they start dating once a week Mm -hmm. so they're meeting out in public it's probably not going to go south with a bunch of other people around but how how do we kind of start back in on reconnecting again um, before we think about so you just got to have markers and it depends on who's working on what if it's a you know drug addiction issue Mm. then have they gone to rehab and how long are they clean and how long do you want them to be clean before you're willing to let them back in the house you know every situation is going to be different because Mm -hmm. the reason that the relationship is toxic is going to be different right right gotcha one thing that i think is huge in the healing is 
identifying the root of the issue. So, so many times we look at just the symptoms of what's going on or he did this or she said that. And we don't really, which is, again, why it's so important to have a counselor because they can help you get to the root and really solve that issue. But to me, that's like a huge thing is to make sure you know what the root of the issue is so you can actually work on that and not symptoms and respect each other, have fun, love each other. So everything that Eric was saying um, is pretty much what I was thinking too so oh that's like uh nacho libre <laughs> everything that's your favorite thing to do is my favorite thing to do too here we go so hey here's here some we things, go here's some things to expect i think sometimes people go into separation without so don't be surprised if mm. on these things don't be surprised if the issues that you had in the marriage get worse Right, so if you had oh, financial yeah. issues, they just got worse. Now you're paying for two places. Oh, right? yeah. If you had f- fears over their fidelity, mm-hmm. <laughs> now you, right. you now you have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, that's gonna get worse. If you had parenting, parenting children yeah, issues, for sure, they're gonna get worse. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing you don't think about is uh, just be aware that that all the all your friend group, all the people involved, are gonna pick a side. Yep. Yep. And it might not be right. your side. Mm-hmm. So just know. Other people are getting stuck in a tough position. Mm-hmm. So have some grace for people because it's often hard when you're like, if you're a couple's friends, right? And then something happens and it's like, well, I mean, the husband's my dude. And right? my wife's like, yeah, but the girl's my girl. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, but I think the girl's off. And, and I'll you- tell you this. If, if you were a couple friends... Your dude friend is automatically going to follow his wife. So he ain't going to be your dude friend anymore. <laughs> oh, that ain't happening. The wife is Learned usually more passionate about supporting the girl than... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, maybe sometimes. Absolutely. I think the other thing is that sometimes is like once that finally happens, all the people close to you actually start getting real about the relationship <laughs> and what they thought. You know, right. they may have been, bite, they may have been biting like their tongue. Anyway. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Not, and they're uh, not yeah. thinking about the fact that you may get back together right. and it'd be like yeah uh, I thought she I mean, was a anyway and then you're like hey we're getting back yeah. together oh uh, she's like, great oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah right and then I think the other thing is just know like people People want to say the right thing, mm-hmm. but you're just wrong. When people are like, well, it'll still be the same. We'll figure it out. No, it won't be. Right. You'll be sharing <laughs> kids. The kids are bouncing back and forth. Yep. You guys, like, don't fool yourself into thinking, oh, yeah, th- nobody will hardly know. The kids won't be impacted. We won't be. Yeah. No, it'll be different. Yeah, you're in two separate places. Just acknowledge it's going to be different. And the goal, again, is marital reconciliation. Always, don't yeah. separate mm-hmm. just for the heck of it. The goal is healing and reconciling the marriage, and so you've got to, it's got to be guided. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Everything you just said, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, amazing. Jason. Like and that. also, let me add in some other shows that might help with this topic. Okay. That is episode number 67, I Married the Wrong Person, Now What? Oh, snap. Was, <laughs> and then episode 63, When to Know It's Time for Couples Counseling. So y'all Boom. check those out uh, to help out with this. And also, Eric, can you give the abuse hotline number one more time? Absolutely. 1-800-799-7233 is just the National Domestic Abuse Hotline. So if that's your situation, uh, don't be embarrassed. Don't be private. Call and get help. Amen. All right. Thank y'all for joining us. We out. See you. Bye-bye.